Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Barely Bookish Podcast. We are back this week with Jane Eyre after my uh, hurricane hiatus, I guess. Um, but I am back with Alex. Hey, what's up, everybody? We got some juicy chapters. If we get through all three, we got some oh. juicy chapters. Uh, as I was telling Rachel, or as we were talking, I, th- there is a metric fuck ton of plot that just dropped on our heads. And oh, yeah. I'm so here for it. This these couple chapters have some of my favorite moments in this entire fucking book. So I'm just I'm like I can't stop like gripping my hands together. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> like I know I need to re- wait to like read this for the podcast, okay? And like not get ahead. However, having to put my book away mm. in my backpack yesterday after getting through chapter 23 and then being like okay bye book later and like stuff it in the bag hardest thing i've ever had to do incredibly difficult incredibly Mm -hmm. difficult i imagine i imagine there were emanations from that backpack like or you could read me just keep reading me Mm -hmm. i've had i had to bring three other books with me because i knew that like if i didn't have another book Mm-hmm. you're gonna do it i would yeah i'm just gonna dive no back choice. in mm. mm-hmm. i understand mm-hmm. the plot is rolling shit is occurring happenings are happening yeah and we gotta i talk about them so we gotta talk about them so chapter 21 chapter 21 starts off with this absolute banger apparently dream of children is a sur- sur- sure sign of trouble yup <laughs> Which, like, for me, most of the time people say that they dream of children. That's how, like, you know you're pregnant. Like, that superstition. So this is kind of funny. Which, yeah, that's also a sure sign of trouble. (laughs) I mean, yeah, pregnancy. Well, pregnancy's fucking dangerous, man. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you dream of children. Okay, we've got nine months of not feeling great and then possible death. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, legit. And Charlotte Bron- you know Charlotte Bronte, the Moore's folklorist, is like, I heard an old crone tell me one time that dreaming of babies is trouble, so I'm going to put it in my book. And now, now we're like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's an old, old English folklore. And it's just because Charlotte Bronte was like, heard a story, I bet. I bet you. Honestly. I mean, like, you know the number one cause of, um, like birth mortality is right is it is it being cold because it's pregnancy oh (laughs) okay (laughs) you know that makes a lot of sense i thought you were i thought you were referencing that silly little silly little tweet i sent you recently about the things that women have died from in victorian literature that was my favorite tweet (laughs) too many pillows not enough pillows you need the perfect amount of pillows okay i had literally pulled like forced all of my coworkers to like listen to me list all this out <laughs> it's so good <laughs> way of introduction to me no i just i needed to say a really moronic stat for your listeners i thought i i was holding it inside and i was like why do that when i have a podcast where everyone's a captive listener that's right. Speak that into the into the void and the listener's ears. My ears have mm-hmm. certainly heard it. 
That's all I'm going to say on the matter. Yep. So apparently she's dreaming of children every night, which is terrifying. Even if it isn't a bad omen, children are scary. Especially Um, when you're Jane Eyre and your only experience of childhood is being Jane Eyre, who is the scariest mm -hmm. child who ever existed. Mm -hmm. Truly, truly. The worst, uh, worst, um, example of child, basically. Yeah, correct. (laughs) So Jane gets summoned to Mrs. Fairfax's room and someone just shows up and is like, hey, just so you know. Um, John is dead. And she's like, my cousin John? (laughs) It's like, which John are we talking about? Oh, the shitty one. Okay. (laughs) She's like, this is, you know, England in the 1800s. Everyone's John or William. Who's, which John? You gotta be a little more specific. The shitty John? Okay, narrow it down, my guy. (laughs) A lot of shitty Johns out there. Every man I've ever met is the worst. (laughs) Narrow it down. (laughs) Oh, the John Reed, the shitty one that I grew up with. Okay, that does narrow it down to what we need. Jane's like, is it a problem if I say that that's good and worth celebrating? Is that wrong? Her reaction is so like, oh, that's a shame. Moving on. Why'd you come here to tell me? (laughs) Yeah, like, what? She's like, I haven't speak- spoken to these people in, like, 15 years. So They don't like me? I don't like them? You could have just forwarded the newspaper to me right. or something. Just like, yeah, send me the obit clip- clipping. It's fine. Yeah, I didn't really need a personal person to come here and tell me all about it, but okay. But there's another reason that the person is there. Yeah. And then, like, before getting into it, though, this person's like, yeah, so John was in, like, super bad debt and went to jail and killed himself. And Jane's like, oh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and, like, this dude showed up and he's like, here's the tea. <laughs> so much tea to spill on Jane. And her reaction is ice cold. She's just like, mm-hmm. Anyways. I figured as much. All right. Cool. I was placing bets on how long this would take, so I'm currently winning $5 against myself. <laughs> right, Jane's got her own Deadpool going. It's like, <laughs> which of which of the reads is going to pop off first? She's like, hold on, I actually have to go check something off. And it's like on her wall, it says at the very top, Mrs. Reed. And she's like, dang it, I thought she would really go first. John was I mean, right it, after her. It's a neck, reasonable but... assumption that Mrs. Reed would go first, but... John proved himself up to the task. Yeah, he really just had to be the victor there, I guess. Screwing Jane over one last time. Just imagining her with, like, red Sharpie, like, putting arrows. (laughs) Doing the reversal. Totally counts. Totally fine. Legit. I pegged it the whole time. I don't know. (laughs) Who are you to say otherwise? You don't know me. How are you even in my room? Get out. So then the messenger's like, okay, Mrs. Reed had a stroke and she really wants to speak to you, Jane. And Jane's like, why? <laughs> Jane's like, right, the second bombshell. 
Mrs. Reed is going to die. And Jane's like, <sighs> okay. And she wants like to. The old goat's not dead yet? <laughs> right. Damn it. Come on. I mean, her time's ticking. What is she, 40? <laughs> well past, well past the average life expectancy. Let's go. Come on. I thought, you know, watch. Okay, she was like 28 when she raised me. I mean, come on. like. And I, I'm almost dead myself because I'm 20. I got a foot in the grave already. I already picked out my plot. It's in the moors. <laughs> Anywhere specific? No, just the moors. <laughs> I just assumed someone would pick up my body and just throw it, it on in there. in there. Right. It's like a Mongolian sky burial. You know, just put me out on the moors and let whatever happens happen. You know, I, I thought Viking pyre, but then uh, I, I read about, you know, what CO2 does to the atmosphere. And I was like, eh. I got I to gotta minimize my carbon <laughs> footprint. So there will be no Viking funeral for me. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god so then she's like okay i guess i'll go like this is really weird but i mean i didn't have anything planned this week i guess i can go see my dying aunt right it's not like i have a job or whatever (laughs) just gonna take some vacay it's fine this is like when people expect you to drop everything for like their 17th graduation and you're like okay I do, like, I don't have enough time racked up. <laughs> right. I've only been working at Thornfield for three months, which means I've got, like, ten hours, you know? <laughs> so, like, ah, uh, sorry. I haven't even got my first paycheck yet. How am I going to get there? Literally hasn't gotten her first paycheck yet. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Yeah, three months in, and she's like, "Am I supposed to get paid?" Right? Is this mm, this is a payment situation, or I? <laughs> okay, right, yeah, I'm gonna need all of that because I gotta travel. Sorry. Whatever. I guess I'm sure I'll go. You're providing transportation, though, right? They're no, back. I have to book no. my own tickets. Is there like a situation? Is there like block booking at the hotel so I can? No. No? Fuck. Okay. I just stay in their house? Oof. I haven't been there mm. since I was a haunted Victorian vampire child. What do you. Mm. I just shit my coffin there. I don't. It's a lot of work. Right. What if I'm to die in transit? Whomst will take my body to the moors? <laughs> All I'm imagining is like Jane getting there and seeing that, like, what is it? The bassinet, <laughs> like she was the play bed or whatever. She was supposed to still sleep in, and she's like, "I am, like, five eight, my guy. I can't get in this." <laughs> I don't know. Jane didn't grow that much. I imagine she could still probably fit in that bassinet if she curled up. <laughs> Her cousins having full size beds, and then them just pushing out the bassinet. It's just just like, like it's a cot. Here you go, Jane. So she's like, okay, fine, I'm going to go, but I got to go ask Mr. Rochester for leave. 
So she goes and like, he's playing a game with all of his guests. And she's like, hey, hey, I need to talk to you. <laughs> like at his shoulder. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> what do you need? And she's like, can we talk in the hallway, please? And I'm just like, you know, like when you're a kid and your parents are having a party and it's like way past your bedtime, but you need something and you're like sneaking out there and all the adults are just like heavily drinking and you're just like, hey, that's what I'm imagining. Oh, yeah. There's big, big like kid up after their bedtime energy Mm -hmm. about this whole conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, and then Miss Ingram is just not pleased that she was playing with Rochester and they get interrupted for Jane. Constantly. Miss Ingram is constantly just like, uh, this creature is here again. (laughs) Can you get your Victorian waif, please? Right. Could could someone claim this person because they are just unattended right now? Please. (laughs) The Tumblr energy of... If you, uh, if a Slytherin lost their Hufflepuff, please. A hundred percent, yes. (laughs) So, he's, like, not happy she's going at all. He's like, what? (laughs) No, and I recognize this conversation because I've had it with HR people in my jobs. Where they're Mm -hmm. like, you want to take how much time off? And, And why? And, oh, you just for some aunt that you don't give a shit about? Like, are you sure you don't want to stay at work? Yeah. Or like when you request your birthday off, but you work like a terrible retail job and you're like, I just want this one day off. I've been working 70 hours a week. Please give me my birthday off. And they're like, your birthday? What are you, a child? And you're like, yeah, I'm 15. What? <laughs> right. Uh, That literally happened to me. And I just, they scheduled me. Despite my saying I will not be here on this day, do not schedule me, and they scheduled me, and I just didn't show up. As as yeah. I told them, they were like, you know, called no-showed. And I'm like, well, I did inform you that I would not be here. So, this I had is on a you. job where it was like, I was like a floater, but they had to ask me to fill in. And I was like, oh, hey, you haven't like reached out to me at all in a while like do you still need me and they're like you've been on the schedule for the last three weekends you haven't come in came in and check your schedule i'm like what what are you talking about right now no 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 i have they not. hired a new manager and she like basically was like pushing me out and then like mm. she kept scheduling me and i was like i can't work that weekend you well you'll ask. need to find somebody to cover your shift <laughs> no i won't like, i don't what? I'm a floater. What are you talking about right now? You can't schedule me every weekend. That's not how this works. No, you you ask me and I come in. That that's how that works. Yeah. Fucking I don't have a job. set schedule, you weirdo. <laughs> no, those are gross. Yeah, I'm like, I'm the person that, okay, so and so went on vacation and you need coverage. Then here I am. That's why you have this position, but it's not a. Oh, we're going to chronically understaff and expect you to work every weekend. That's not how this works. Uh, there's a deep sigh in my soul right now. <laughs> now, we know why Rochester is not giving Jane the time off. And it's it's a different reason than why my manager didn't give us time. Give me time off or you time off. We hope. I Well, 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so he's like, promise me you'll come back in a week. And she's like, I literally cannot promise you anything. It depends on how long it takes her to die. Right. She's like, we are dependent on Mrs. Reed's dying schedule. So. Jane Eyre's like looking in her pocket. And she goes, I guess I could poison her. But like, I don't, I don't know. If I should... <laughs> just burn some porridge. That'll, that'll, that'll kill her. That'll just knock her out. Jane's like, welcome to my childhood. Time for revenge. I just, I would love the revenge plot. Um, also, Jane being a murderer moment. That'd be pretty good for me. <laughs> Ready to that fan fiction. I will read it. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. read Jane Eyre vampire revenge flick every day. Me too. Me too. So then he's like, oh, I haven't paid you yet. And she goes, no. Nope. So then he gives her 50 bucks. And he's like, okay, this this is enough. And she's like, this is more than you owe me. You owe me like maybe 10 bucks. And I'm like, 10 bucks? What? <laughs> Money was different then. Insane. Money was real different. But this is very much like, what does a banana cost? $10 moment of Rochester's. Mm-hmm. We're just like, uh, just take, it's my, whatever. I don't know. Fucking just take the money. Just take it. Whatever. I'm imagining that this is like basically giving her $50,000. Like, well, if she was there for, she was there for three weeks or three months and she was supposed to get Mm -hmm. 15 bucks for that, $5 a month, $60 a year, which means he's almost giving her a year's salary, like in effect, which is, that's pretty big, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I like that. He's just like, got it. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Here you go. He's like, oh, this was just in my wallet, and I kind right, of forgot to spend it. Takes the lint out of his pocket, as well as a year's salary, and it's like, here you go, Jane. Yeah. This is enough, right? And Jane's just, like, quaking. Jane, who has never seen this much money in her life, is like, too much. Too much. <laughs> and then J- and Jane's like, hey, before I leave, promise me that when I get back... You will get me and Adele out of your safe before your new bride enters. And he's like, what do you mean? Excuse? (laughs) (laughs) What? He's like, what do you mean my new bride? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm marrying Mrs. Ingram. Mrs. Ingram. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is totally happening. Yep. Mm -hmm. No problem, Jane. I will make sure that your situation is secure. Wink, wink. And Jane's like, what's wrong with your eye? (laughs) And then when she's not in on the joke, he's like, give me my money back. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you actually don't need this. And she's like, I mean, I give you some of it back, I guess. And he's like, no, give it all back. (laughs) She's like, no, you can't. Can't take it. She's like, no, you owe me at least some of this. And he's like, fine, keep 20 bucks. And she goes, fine, okay. I'll be back. Bye. See ya. Okay, I'm gonna go now. I'll be back in a period of time. He's like a week. And she's like, <laughs> right. It's like one week, and she's like, "I will. I am not promising that." He's like, "Good. One week then." 
Rochester the most awkward in this conversation and he's like doesn't know what to do when she goes to say goodbye and he's like how do people say bye and she goes you this is he is the least smooth man in history because you know what he's going for he's I like know. is that it and she's like yes that is how people say goodbye he's like not even handshake or like something more and Jane's like no <laughs> absolutely not please stop blocking the door so I can leave she just does not get it at all she's like why what do you mean like with your bros do you not just say bye right like, you just you... say bye <laughs> weirdo <laughs> you fucking weirdo i just i want to imagine jane writing in her diary and being like my boss is so weird also hot <laughs> super hot <laughs> very weird <laughs> so then she's like he's like okay um bye bye then okay bye and then he like runs off just leaves just bets out like nope we're done i would also commit murder to read rochester's diary of this incident because he's it's like probably super emo and he's like i can't believe i didn't take the opportunity to tell her i loved her right then and there I just, I like your Mr. Rochester voice. It's like this, it's a little, it's a little neck beardy, uh, which I appreciate. It's a little, uh, it's a little gamer, gamer bro, which I'm into. Yeah, I mean, is that not Rochester? Well, Let's actually, Rochester pushing, pushing up his, the glasses he doesn't wear. Yeah. Lots of sniffing for some reason, because every neckbeard Reddit bro seems to like have a nasal condition. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. Really gotta sniff. Go. That's how you make a point and assert dominance, mm-hmm. is a sniff. Truly, when we were all living in the wilderness, it was the <laughs> sniff that told predators to not come near. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Reddit is a bit of a wilderness as well, so I, I guess I understand. <laughs> yep, yep. One hundred. Don't at me, Reddit bros. Don't at me. Reddit bros, stop listening. So she goes to Gateshead, and I like that we just cut all travel out. We're like, yeah, she leaves. We're she's there. there. We're there. It's fine. We don't need to know about rules. You know, we're going to the place. We don't need to know what happens in between. We just need to know what happens there. And a shit ton happens there. So, (laughs) yeah. She's like, I'm not going to bore you with the fact that I was staring at a wall for two days straight. Um, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) And then Tolkien's like, every blade of grass. (laughs) Right. I passed on the way. Let me describe the, the intricate bark patterns of the great oak under which I napped for 45 minutes. How do I know it was 45 minutes? Because the trees told me when I was awakened with their gentle rustlings and the gilded summer air on my face. Sorry, uh, that wasn't really Tolkien-y, but... I'm, it's waxing listen, poetic. I haven't read Tolkien yet, so... Oh, okay, so brief aside, briefest aside, uh, Tolkien's friends hated going on walks with him, because this motherfucker would go on a walk for like three hours, move a grand total of a football field, and just like stare at trees for hours. And just be like, the roots of this noble creature. Observe every it. leaf 
I'm going to say it, OG Instagram influencer. Every time they go on a hike. Mm. Mm. He, he knew what he was about. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't just being ponderous and pedantic and annoying as fuck. He was he was living his best influencer life before that was a thing. Got it. It was, hey guys, like I discovered this tree first. Look at the root pattern. I've memorized its root pattern. Okay. You can tell because a lot I... about a tree by its root pattern. Okay. <laughs> this one is angry. It's angry at Saruman for chopping down Fangorn Forest. I know that. Please go to my um, Instagram.com and then you will see all of my capturings of this single tree. Um, each tree in this forest does have its own page created by. Its own page. <laughs> I've created a specific and special filter for each tree to bring out its inner peace and harmony. So. You know when people go around with the, uh, like, what is it? Like a slide, I guess, of the filter that goes over, like, Twilight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he carries those on his walks for each oh, tree. A hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> the really long photo puff of smoke where you gotta sit there for a while <laughs> just like nobody moved for three hours we haven't moved anyway we're fine just do your thing what else were you gonna do in the olden days like all you well, have to do sit walk meander <laughs> if you're tolkien you have time to create an elaborate fantasy world in several original languages and then write thousands and thousands of pages of fan fiction about your own world that then gets published. So, you know, truly, truly. <laughs> if I could just take everything right here and word vomit in on a paper and then be like, here is my very complex language that I made. And I also wrote the book in it. So you're going to need this dictionary. I'm going to sell separately. <laughs> <laughs> we will do a combo, but it will not be a reduced price. It will be an enhanced price because it will be a special edition. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want me to translate this to other languages? Why? When I've already developed the pristine language of <laughs> <laughs> Right. This perfect language needs no translation. If you cannot read it, that's on you. You're telling me that you can't read... What is... So that's Spock. that's Vulcan. Yep, that's what I was going with. Vulcan has... Wait. Klingon. What's... Klingon. Thank you. That's what yep. I wanted. <laughs> yep. I wrote this only in Klingon, so obviously if you aren't smart enough to know Klingon... I don't, I don't know what to tell you here. I can only wish you kapla in that instance. <laughs> Please tell me that it's an actual word. Needed. Yes, that means victory. Good. Thank you. I, I'm i so glad. It'd be almost better if you made it up and just really committed. But I, I love it. No, uh, we can talk about Star Trek and my love of at another time. I slept on Star Trek too much and now I'm terrified to get into it. Bad? Wrong. You should. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be a Star Trek person. And then I saw Chris Pine and I was like, 
I believe yeah. I am a Star Trek person. Yeah. Chris Pine can make me an anything person, to be honest. I mean, that's fair. And that, that Star Trek isn't even that good of a Star Trek. It's an okay, fine Star Trek. Like, mm-hmm. it's good. He's the best part of it. Oh, I but... do like um, Lower Decks. That also turned me to Star Trek. Yes, because that's one of the best Star Trek shows ever. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, I don't know if you know, but there there was a Lower Decks crossover in the most recent season of um, uh, Strange New Worlds, and it was a very good. Yeah, I saw the episode only because my dad was watching Strange New Worlds and we got very confused. <laughs> like, wait, 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 what are the what are the cartoons doing here in live action? We thought because sometimes our Hulu just seems to not get with the program, so we thought mm. it just like got broken again. And then we're like, wait a minute, what? Nope, crossover. This, this is a real crossover thing. So good. Anyway, Strange Anyways. New Worlds, very good worth it jane air need to watch jane air <laughs> need to watch jane air yep that's what we <laughs> need to watch period but also jane air <laughs> <laughs> we're doing so well that's fine mm-hmm. so she's hanging out with bessie and it sounds like mrs reed will not be making a full recovery and jane's like good i have a weak time frame for you to die <laughs> right you need to be dead in a week so i got a hot boss to get back to so who is being weirdly clingy i don't understand it because i'm dumb she's like i've never had a man interested in me and this is not going to be one so obviously (laughs) right she's like i don't know what human interactions are like especially romantic ones so Seems like normal, typical boss behavior. Obviously. I've had one boss, and this is how they've all behaved. So. Mm-hmm. Everybody's bosses just doesn't pay them for three months, right? And then gets really weird when they try and leave for their aunt dying. <laughs> Pretty typical. Pretty average of your first job. I was going to say, like, that is... 99% of the jobs that I've applied to in my life. Under the under the job description, it's like, can you work without being paid for three months? Can you never leave us for longer than one week? If so, this is a job for you. If you need to take a day off, you will need to provide a hospital receipt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will need the so... photographic evidence of you being rescued with the jaws of life. <laughs> So, from the like the local paper will do. If you can send us a link to an online article, fine. If you can fly the helicopter through our building, <laughs> right? Just so you can quick sign a thing, that would be great. Send the paramedics after they pick you up while you're still in the ambulance. Um, drive past our building, have them come out, sign for you. Yep, and then you can keep going. Your manager will need to take a photo of you in the ambulance. Yep. And if it looks like you're faking it, uh, we're not going to approve that. Like, if you're conscious, we're probably not going to approve it. Because, like, if you're conscious, you can drive, you know. If you're awake, you can go to work. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know what to tell you. We're not that strict. Any job is like this. (laughs) Wild to be having this conversation right after Labor Day. (laughs) Just really throwing it back to my first job right now. My first job was as a camp counselor, so I had very specific hours and things. There wasn't a lot of need for me to come in when there wasn't need for me to come in, you know. It's like, are there children around? I need to be there. Are there not children around? Bye-bye. My first job, I was like a cashier at a hot dog and burger place. And when I went to college, they were like, are you sure? <laughs> yes. I, yes. I did a newspaper delivery thing where I was like, hey, I can't keep doing this. I have, I'm, you know, I'm going to college. And the guy was like, you sure you want to do that? I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. real sure. I'm real sure, buddy. I don't. I don't want to be you in 20 years. So here we go. They're like, this $8 isn't enough for you. Do you think you would come home and work on the weekend? I was like, no. We're a family. Why are you abandoning us? Literally. Literally. Throwback to when they almost fired me for eating on the clock, even though they had me working like 10 hours. But, you know. Not salty about that at all. No, never. (laughs) <laughs> so jane's like okay our jane's hanging out with bessie and bessie's like so tell me about your new employer and she goes jane's like well he's ugly yeah, he's the ugliest person i've ever met uh just a real real ugly dude mm-hmm. troll and bessie's like oh <laughs> <laughs> so jane is describing her cousins and i she immediately describes Eliza as looking like a nun. And I'm like, are they in mourning? Or is she a nun? Just a nun. Just a nun. Just Always a, black. a real religious person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be as neutral as on that as I can be. I'm just imagining there's like these two girls on TikTok that are twins. And one's like a partier and one became a nun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that is exactly what we have going on here. <laughs> yeah. Like, Georgiana's like, um, I got blackout on a Tuesday. Um, I <laughs> dated half of the French Quarter. And then, <laughs> and then she's like, I went to FSU. Um, we party every week. <laughs> every week is spring break if you try hard enough. She's Meanwhile, like, Eliza's I... just sitting there, like, glaring daggers. Like... There are a lot. I enrolled in college only for boys and parties. What else are you supposed to go to college for? It's college is about the experience, you know. <laughs> and then Eliza's just like quaking, right? <laughs> just like trembling with with fury in her tall, tiny body. You know, she's got a Bible and she's just like whispering over it the entire time Georgiana's talking. There are a lot of choice misogynist slurs that are being slung, and the nicest of them is witch. I'll say that much. (laughs) Yeah, she's not happy, and they Mm. just are not getting along at all. And, like, they're so judgy to each other. And then Georgiana, as soon as she sees Jane, judge you immediately. And Jane's like, yeah, I'm not surprised. And she's like... Jane, you look poor. And Jane's like, yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't get paid for three months. So, womp womp. She's like, Georgiana, aren't you also poor? Like, your brother had a gambling problem. And is now dead. So. And then she goes up to see Mrs. Reed and she's like basically reliving her trauma right now, which is just like, why'd you even come? There's a fantastic Petty Jane moment in this in this bit where like Mrs. Reed is trying to like pull her blankets around herself and Jane's just like got her elbow on the blanket so mm-hmm. that she can't. I'm like, slay queen. Yes. Slay. We love to see it. Just if, cause <laughs> Jane is like, I went in there with no ill feelings. I just wanted to make amends. And she's like, also I wouldn't let that bitch have her blanket. So <laughs> I turned the AC down to 60. <laughs> I opened all the windows. Um, and especially when it started raining, I just kind of grabbed a funnel and I threw it on the floor. Ooh, it's so damp and cold in here. How did that happen? It's so weird. I don't... These and old houses, I... you know, they're drafty. I've been watching a lot of mockumentaries, mostly what we do in the shadows. Um, yes. So I'm just imagining her going into her little interview moment. She goes, yeah, I thought it would just be funny. I grabbed the hose from outside and I just like wet the entire floor. And, and I she like what she peed. <laughs> she has no idea what's going on. She can't stop me. She's like, this is called healing. <laughs> this... I love this journey for me. My journey of healing. <laughs> two sisters in their interview and they go we know jane totally did throw all the water on the floor however it is her right right we don't really care so we're just kind of waiting for her to die so we can never speak to each other again right we are on the death watch right now and that is the only thing that matters so I also keep opening all the windows. I don't know who's closing them. And then it's like, like, I'm always trying to close these windows to just heat her up. You know, (laughs) Georgiana's like, I don't want her to die. And Eliza's like, I'd love if she was dead. Really would love if she was dead. (laughs) I got a nunnery calling my name. (laughs) Oh my God. These two. (laughs) Fucking two. And then while her Mrs. Reed is not lucid, um, we find out that John threatened to kill his mom. <laughs> she yep. wouldn't give him money. Mm-hmm. Wild. Things Insane. were going well in the Reed household. There's a reason Mrs. Reed had a, a stroke. <laughs> Things yeah. have been stress in the Reed yeah. household. Honestly, yeah. Jane is well out of it. Or was well out of it. I will say. Yeah, definitely better for her uh, sanity to be not involved at all. Which is saying something when her other option is Mr. Rochester. (laughs) Yep. Indeed it is. Who's a whole different kind of terrible, but okay. So while passing time there, uh, she decides to start drawing again because she's like, I haven't done this in weeks. But then like... So she starts drawing Rochester and then Eliza and Georgiana are like, who, who is that handsome man? Or no, they say, who is that ugly man? Yes. <laughs> and they're like, are you a really bad artist or does he just kind of look like a toad? 
Right, is he just real fugly, or are you real bad, or both? Like, what is the deal here? And Jane's like, no, this is pretty accurate. And they're like, oh. Oh. Yikes. Okay. So Georgiana and Jane start getting along. And Georgiana is, like, spending no time with her sick mom. She's just laying about the house. She's like, lounging. Yeah. Yeah, lots of lounging. She's like, I'm so bored. And Eliza's like, your mom is literally dying. And Georgiana's like, and? You're right. Georgiana's like, we are in a self-care moment right now. So if you could not, I would greatly appreciate it. If she could just die so I could stop wearing these black morning clothes. I'm kind <laughs> of tired of them. Um, I am a pastel girl. Right. These don't compliment my skin tone. You look fine in them, not me. Sure, I guess you look okay, but um, we would all look better in a pink or a light blue, maybe a green. <laughs> Eliza's like, colors are Satan's tool. <laughs> Rogelhurst is just like, yeah. Yeah, fucking yeah. Someone, <laughs> she gets it. She gets it. So Eliza starts roasting Georgiana for being vain and complaining of boredom. So hard. But but just like the most puritanical roasts where you're like, I mean, yeah, that is a sick burn, but also like, you suck. So. So. Mm. Like, did you hear the words that came out of your mouth? No. Okay. All right. Okay. So sick burn on both of you. Great. Okay. Yeah, she's like, let God into your heart. And Jane's like, ew. Uh, why? Why? My heart's I'm a pretty, vampire, don't you remember? It's not my, not my pretty, scene. Uh, sealed off, but okay. Right. There's like a Rochester in there already, so. Jane's like, if you can find it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, they promise to never see each other again if their mom dies, which is just, like, real brutal. Yup. <laughs> like, I love my siblings. I couldn't imagine being like, all right, sayonara, never seeing you again. I, I just love how the reads are supposed to be this, like, respectable fam, like, respectable Victorian family. And Charlotte Bronte's mm-hmm. like, let me tear them apart and show everyone how terrible families are. <laughs> Meanwhile, Charlotte Bronte's sisters are reading this and are like, what? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, when's the last time anybody checked in with Charlotte? (laughs) Excuse? I don't... Um, what? Hey, Charlotte, we just read your book. Um, are you coming to, like, Thanksgiving dinner? Or... No? Oh. Charlotte leaves them on red. Hey, Charlotte, our parents really miss you. We'd love if you came for Christmas. Love your loving siblings. And they're like, Charlotte's just like, ew. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So finally, Mrs. Reed squeezes out that uh, someone named John Eyre came three years ago and wanted to adopt Jane and leave her everything. And Jane's like, what? What? Huh? And she's like, I kept it from you because I hate you. 
Um. Right. right. <laughs> Just like I was gonna tell you, but then I remembered how I hate you, so I didn't. Just like you were mean to me once. Um. Right. You were a weird kid who like talked back to me and looked at me funny. So I decided, fuck you. Yeah, I decided you don't get to know. Mm-mm. So, but now I'm dying and I feel bad. So here you go. There, a gift. And Jane's like, I guess I forgive you. And I'm like, weirdo. You don't have to forgive dying people. That's the fun part. I I think that it's that is a weapon in and of itself. Like, I think based on that conversation, Jane is doing the I'm going to take the high road because I know it will fuck with you right now. Fair. However, I've never not been one to hold a grudge. So I would be like, ew. <laughs> okay die then (laughs) bye (laughs) i wouldn't have gone though to be so real Mm. no i i mean i don't think jane goes from maliciousness but i do think that she has that petty streak in her where at the end she's like you know what would hurt this lady just a little bit more if i were like so much better than her (laughs) yeah she's like you know i do see how you struggled i've never although i've never struggled in my entire life um Mm. i do understand that it can be difficult for those that do so (laughs) mrs reed is like love me or hate me and jane's like oh i love you it's fine she's like (laughs) (laughs) and then like on that mrs reed dies and i'm like what a power move (laughs) just like i dropped this knowledge bomb i'm out i'm done all good deuces (laughs) (laughs) deuces <laughs> <laughs> fucking deuces Choo. mic drop <laughs> yep so chapter 22 um she's given one week's leave but she's been gone a month so <laughs> fucking month <laughs> you know that rochester is just sitting there every day on his calendar like it's been one week it's been two weeks. <laughs> You're it's just like been weeks. You know those like signs where it's like day since last accident. <laughs> yes. He's like day since Jane left. Like real day big. S- day since last Jane interaction. <laughs> Scrapes it off. Adds another one. Furious. <laughs> this is uh. Fairfax is like, are we going to like take this now when Jane comes back? And he goes, no. Mm-mm. It stays up forever now. Yep. She's going to remember what she did. To me. Specifically. To me. This was a personal attack against me. And Mrs. I won't Fairfax's stand for letter, it. Fairfax's letters are like, yeah, he's being kind of weird. Seems like he misses you or something. I don't know why. <laughs> she hires a like daguerreotype photographer to come in and like take a photo of it. And she's like, Ah, I just wanted you to know, but this happened, so I don't know, like, if you want to come back, that'd be cool, you know, just so he can stop being weird. Yeah, Mrs. Fairfax is like, I tried to put a sketch in and then it looked really bad, so I did pay a thousand dollars for this photographer to come. (laughs) Right, Jane gets it, throws it in the waste paper basket, just like, whatever. Why is he so weird? This is workplace harassment. She's 
like, but he's still so hot, though. Weird. <laughs> so weird. So weird. He's just like, why weird? I don't know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jane. <laughs> so um, Jane says that if um, Eliza, oh, sorry. Yeah, Jane says that if Eliza, no, sorry, if her and Georgiana actually had to live together, um, she would make Georgiana do chores or something so that maybe she would stop complaining for a second. <laughs> I like that Jane has a whole plan to fix fix these people, and with Georgiana, it's just like, I don't know, discipline. You know, maybe like not growing up spoiled would have helped. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Have you tried that? Like, that's what I did, and it worked out for me, you know? Yeah. I just only got one meal a day. The rest and go to Satan. Sometimes it was burned, so I didn't have that. Yes. And I turned out fine. And, you know, we're like, that's child abuse, but okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, you think that. That's fine. <laughs> it's like when your, like, older relatives tell you, like, scary stories of when they were growing up, and you're like, that's abuse. Okay. Right. And they say, and I turned out fine, and you can just see the twitch at the corner of their eye, and you're like, yep, mm -hmm. you sure did. Mm -hmm. Totally normal. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong in the slightest. No. Nope. There's, yeah, it's probably a different reason that your children don't talk to you. Probably not yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, probably not related at all. Mm-mm, not related to that. So Eliza's like, I'm going to a nunnery. And Jane's like, yeah. Thanks for announcing it, but I did already know. I would. Can I take a moment to read this exchange? Because it is yeah. literally my favorite exchange in the whole book. Please, please. So Jane is talking about Eliza and she says, When we parted, Eliza said, Goodbye, cousin Jane Eyre. I wish you well. You have some sense. I then returned. You are not without sense, cousin Eliza, but what you have, I suppose, in another year will be walled up alive in a French convent. <laughs> However, it's not my business, and it suits you. I don't much care. <laughs> Just like, oh my god. So it's brutal. Like, so fucking brutal. Just like, yeah, you have sense too, but like, not gonna in a bit, and honestly, you mean nothing to me, so have fun. Yeah. Deuces. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my gosh. And then Jane basically says that Georgiana also goes on her way. She goes, in case you care. Um, which I don't. She do but which I right, don't. Jane's like, I don't care, but if you do. Yeah. She goes, Georgiana does marry a quote- Worn out man of fashion, unquote. She calls it a good match, so I assume he's got money. So that basically means she married an old man. Yeah. Yeah. Which we love. We love I that mean, for Georgiana. It's what she wanted. She was like, she was basically the sugar baby that she's like, if I marry him when he's 80, he'll die soon. So Exactly. She's like, and if I have to sex him to death, I will. Okay, here we go. I just want her to live her, uh, who is it in the Adams family? The blonde lady? I'm not, the, I don't know the Adams family much. I know she goes by Black Widow because she kills all her husbands. Like she marries mm. rich, weird guys and then kills them. That's I've been, Georgiana. Yeah. 
side note, I've been listening to a podcast about serial killers, and they've done no less than two or three about women who keep murdering their husbands. And it, they're all from, like, the 1910s, and it's just, like, the shit you could get away with back then. You'd just be like, I would like a husband, and random dudes would show up, and you'd be like, do you have your cash deposit as requested? And they'd be like, yes, I do. And then you'd go to the bank, and they'd cash it, and then they'd disappear. And then more dudes would show up. And the town would just be like, boy, sure are a lot of old dudes going to that farm over there. That's weird. Weird how they keep dying. I don't know how that happened. Not dying, just disappearing. You know, they they probably just lost interest and moved on. You know. But she does keep a really well-turned farm. The pigs, her pigs are so (laughs) well-fed. Very chonky boys. Uh... (laughs) They always place first at the fair. We, I mean, I don't see her having any stable hands. I don't know who does all the work, but it is know, very weird. They keep biting the judges, but you know, whatever. That's <laughs> whatever. pigs for you. You know, as pigs do. You know, <laughs> what pig amongst us hasn't taken a bite of a judge's hand from time to time? Who's amongst us? <laughs> <laughs> If we don't get at least two or three whomst amongst us in an episode, I call it a failed episode. Truly, then we just have to start over. I, I throw the recording in the garbage. And we right, just again. like, uh, <laughs> this piece of garbage. Because whomst amongst us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, Jane writes to Mrs. Fairfax and she's like, how are things? And she's like, okay, well, Rochester went to London for three weeks. But he should be back at any moment. Jane's like, why is my heart breaking? My heart? <laughs> Jane's like, oh, what are these emotions I'm feeling? Why am I feeling feelings? I don't like it. It's the first time in my life I feel something other than neutrality. And I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> to be fair, Jane has also felt rage and despair. <laughs> the only three emotions you need. <laughs> right. Neutrality, rage, and despair. Uh-huh. What more does a person need to function in life? Honestly, that's, you know, that's it. That's basically all. That's a very well-rounded individual, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just a real pleasure to meet, I'm sure. (laughs) So Jane's like, yeah, I didn't let anybody know the exact day I was coming back. No reason. Right. (laughs) For the plot. It just happened that way. Don't worry about it. She's like, I'm not a big planner, so... She said, shoving her gigantic planner book under uh, a cushion. (laughs) She said, throwing her planner out into the garbage to pick up later. Right. Hucking it Muppet style when she sees someone (laughs) observing her. She's like, ah, I wasn't planning. No. Me? No, never. Not not a nerd who plans shit. Not I. Mm Mm-mm. And then she's like, why am I so excited to return to Rochester? That's weird emotion i haven't felt before i do like that she's like yeah going back to gateshead sucked going back to lowood also sucked so like i don't know maybe thornfield will be different and then it is and she's like oh no (laughs) what (laughs) what oh oh no these are emotions i was not supposed to feel i did not plan for this no i I mean i didn't uh, I don't plan any emotions, obviously, but obviously. if I if I were to have planned emotions, it would not have been these. 
She's like in her journal. She's like scribble, scribble, scribble. Excited? Question mark? Question? Hmm? What is this? What is this warm, bubbly feeling? I don't. Hmm. Am I ill? <laughs> Check your temperature. Like... Right? Do I? Do I need a doctor? No, that's just doctor on the way. That's excitement, Jade. She's like, oh no! Oh, oh no! No no! <laughs> not for me! No no! Are you sure it's not consumption? <laughs> I've heard butterflies in the tummy is the main side effect of consumption. <laughs> right like is this is this death um because if so i i hate it wink wink Wink. nudge nudge i love it (laughs) more please so then jane's just like walking and then she sees rochester and just like freezes (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's so excited he's like jane how have you been? Oh, it's just like you not to call a carriage or tell anyone you're going to be home and walk. And then she says something and he's like, that's so Janian of you. And Shane's like, what? Right. He's like completely lost it. He is off the deep end. You know that he's had, he's had like a sock puppet that he's been talking to. Like, <laughs> oh, yes, Jane. That's so witty, Jane. Oh, Jane. Jane, 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 Jane. I'm just imagining he like runs up to her and like grabs her face. And that's like a side to side thing. And then she's like, okay, you're real. I've been imagining you for like four days. Right. Just like smush face. Like, is this, is, is, yes. Okay. You're not a ghost. You're still a vampire, but you're not a ghost. Yeah. He like compares her to like Faye in the woods again, <laughs> which I love. Always. Always and eternal. He's like, oh, now that you're here, by the way, I did get. Um, a carriage for the future Mrs. Reed. Do you want to see it? Do you love it? Do you do you want to like tell me what you think about it? And Jane's like, mm. <laughs> and you you know that this carriage, like, in a modern day, it would be like some gilded Hummer that's got like Jane written on it in like elaborate <laughs> gold yeah. script, and she'd be like, "Who is this for?" <laughs> <laughs> It's like the oh. future Mrs. Rochester. And she's like, you met another Jane? You son of a bitch. <laughs> All I want to imagine with the Hummer is that he also has like shirts on. That's like his king. Her queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I got his matching shirts. And Jane's like, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> no woman would wear this. It's like, I'm not, I can't be seen in public with that. I'm sorry. This is a hard pass from me. Sorry. And then um, she's like, just so you know, you're my home. And he's like, what? <laughs> right. There, It's absolutely that camera shot where like it focuses in while doing that weird spin thing. And he's just like, what? Yeah, and she says it so casual, like, she's like, yeah, I never felt like home before, but you feel like home. And he's like, oh. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and she just gets in, he's walking with all of her bags, and he's just, like, frozen in place, like, <laughs> tears sliding down his cheeks. She's And she's just completely fucking oblivious. Just like, yeah. ah, okay. Okay, good talk, bye. Bye. It's good to be back. She's like, that's something you say to all your friends. And he's like, I think I'm in love. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's like, I'm already getting her name tattooed on my chest. Um, 
Yes. <laughs> <Booking> the appointment. <laughs> I'm calling my tattoo guy right now. That's not a bad, like, simple, you know, for to start a relationship. Everybody gets their future spouse's name tattooed right on their chest. Just carved um, over the heart. Yeah, don't look at what else was there before. Um, I know there was other things there, but, like, that doesn't matter anymore. No, don't don't look at that. It's this one that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so she's, like, talking about her time. She's like, I noticed that he wasn't making any journeys to Ingram Park. And she's, like, starting to get really hopeful. And then he's also calling her around all the time. She's like, oh, what mm-hmm. could this mean? But that is all we have for today. Alex, where can the people of the internet find you and all the things you're doing? People of the internet can find me on the internet on the Cursed Twitter app at mm-hmm. Mightiest Finn and on the Blue Sky app, which is slightly less cursed, at Mighty Finn. Uh, otherwise, I stream TTRPGs and write games, and you can find all that information when I post about it. I haven't been posting recently because, I don't know, life's tough. But I'm trying. I'm trying to post more. So. There will be things. There will be cute dogs. That's what I got. And we'll see you right here next week with some really good chapters that I'm very excited about. So good. So good. See you all in the next chapter. Bye. Bye. Bye.